Wait, I can't see the stream, so I don't know when the. Oh, uh, you're on. <laughs> oh, we're on. Okay. Uh, welcome to everybody to the minimap cast. <laughs> That's funny. This is minimap.com.au's Weekly Games Podcast, your favorite Weekly Games Podcast. I opened with saying I couldn't tell because I knew I needed to say something in case we were just staring at the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vacant, <laughs> like a newscaster, like a newsreader caught out in the open. Uh, my name is Kerry Palmer. Joining me is Jeremy Bradisich. Hello. That, uh, that's quite funny. That, yeah, that's a very good. And, and, and it's very in line with the uh, the technical difficulties we had just moments before we started the stream yes. uh uh which was which was funny um i wanted to brief quickly open by saying thank you to everyone who watched and listened to last mm. week's episode of the podcast um one of our most uh successful episodes one of our most uh ingested episodes of the podcast in a in um in recent memory so thank you all for for tuning in it, it means a lot uh, we hope you had a good time with that one because we had a great time yeah uh, yeah, that was a good one. We're back, just the two of us this week. Um, we will be looking at getting more guests on in the future because we had such a good time with that last week. Um, but Jeremy, how's your week been? Uh, great. Good. Um, I saw the new Spider-Man. Oh, you did? did? Oh, yeah, yeah. You said last night that you were seeing and I mm. told you to put your phone away. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, mighty good. What a movie. What a very good movie. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of it for the most part. I play play a little bit a little bit of games, which I'll get into in a minute. But um, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, good weekend. How was your weekend? Oh, it was a lovely weekend. What watched some GDQ this weekend? GDQ. Uh, SG... GD... What did I say? GDQ. <laughs> Judy GDQ. Yeah. Judge Judge GDQ. Judge GDQ. Uh, did you know that I record like voiceover sometimes for a living? Anyway, uh-huh. um. <laughs> Uh, GDQ this weekend watched a bit of that uh, which I don't really watch live but what were we watching when, when we figured out what that it was on um, earlier this week I was watching, watching Clone Hero was the first one that we were watching yeah so I uh, Jeremy and I watched that together over this weekend and then when we were playing Apex there was a Celeste TAS run playing while on the second screen and we'd like for, die for those who don't know what is a what is a TAS run Gary? a TAS is a tool assisted speed run basically someone records the most perfect optimal inputs for a speed run which allows the game to then and then that the, the tool whatever modification or mod or like things they've done to work with the engine that records the inputs then basically plays these inputs so you can have these strings of frame perfect uh glitches and stuff that you normally wouldn't be able to achieve as a human reliably in real time yes uh and so taz runs are frequently exceptionally glitchy and impressive and uh intense because they're going like the speed of light doing things you've never seen before and so we'd be playing like apex that was and we were, we were all watching it on the second monitor like separately Mm. Um, and then one of us would go down and we'd look and like, and occasionally just be like, Whoa, what the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) You seeing this? Yeah. And I was like, what, like, what is, what is going on there? (laughs) And right at the very end, we watched him skip like 15 sections of the final levels Yeah, by in, in like 20 seconds. It Mm. was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was good fun. Yeah. Um, there was something else I watched as well. I, I can't really remember, but like there, there was a bunch of good stuff there. Um, the Clone Hero one was really good. I really enjoyed that. I've, I've heard good things about the Halo 3 runs. I'll have to pick that one up. Oh, when, when, nice. When I, when I go back. Oh, and I watched a bit of the uh, Elden Ring 
any percent glitchless run the other day as well. Yeah, right. And then I, uh, I decided to watch that later because I figured I could watch that on the VOD. The other one that I really need to pick up on is um, there's a blindfolded Breath of the Wild run. Um, yes, that was happening after that. I didn't catch it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounded amazing. Like, an, it was, I think the estimate was an hour and hour and change. So that's a, a decent lengthy run too. Mm. The biggest problem with any percent Breath of the Wild runs is they're too bloody short. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the point, isn't it? <laughs> 21 minutes. Like, you just settle down. It's already over. I I tend to put on, uh, like, Ocarina of Time randomizer speed runs, though, in, mm. my, like, in my downtime or if I don't have anything else to watch. So I'm used to just putting on, like, five-hour VODs and chipping, chipping away at them during the week. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So this week, we don't have any big news, really, to talk about. There may have been something that big that happened this week and I've completely forgotten. There was that there was that variety article on Bobby Kodak, which was just absolute dross. Oh my god, just absolute um, fucking dog shit. Just not news at all. Just complete waste of air, paper, print, money, shit, all waste of everything. Time. But um Yeah, so that that means what that means for this week is we are going ahead with our uh forecasted topic for the show, which for this week is ranking the best PS2 games. We've gone through the games that we know that we can speak to. So this isn't quite as exhaustive as the every Mario game or every Pokemon game lists that we've done, but it is similar to those. Yes. Um, the list is not quite as big, so we can uh, maybe talk about each game a little bit longer without having to run because it's not 60 of them, which is good. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's going to be fun. And then after that, I'm going to talk about Diablo. Jeremy's going to talk about uh, the new Humanity game the puzzle uh game from the people who made tetris effect and res mm-hmm. uh, so yeah that's the episode if you like what you're hearing so far in the intro um then great stick around there's more of this uh this is the minimap cast we go live on all podcast platforms every wednesday with 24 hours of early access given to all of our wonderful patrons uh, more on that in just a sec if you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell your friends. Give the show a positive rating wherever you listen to your podcasts or watch them. It makes a huge difference. Uh, and it only takes a couple of seconds. If you want to get notified every time a new episode is released, make sure to follow us on the social medias. We are at MinimapAU on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and also Twitch, where we are live every Monday night. Uh, currently 7.30 p.m. We're trying 7.30 again. Um, if you have any opinions on whether... Uh, on whether we should do 6.30 or 7.30 earlier or later. If you have any thoughts on that, let us know. We're, we're trying a few things out, but if you have any opinions, let us know. Trying 7.30 for the moment, because that went well last week. Um, so yeah, 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time for the live recording of the Minimap Cast. You can come hang out and chat uh, before and after, during, uh, in the in the break. Uh, it's always good to, to, to chat with everyone who's here and to catch up and and everyone was yelling PS2 game names at the at, at us at the start of the show. It was good. So uh, yeah, if you come if you come join us 7:30 p.m. Mondays, you can be there too. We wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap Cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. And finally, Minimap is completely independent and funded almost entirely out of our own pockets. To help keep the mics and lights on, you can support us by becoming one of our patrons. For only $5 a month, you get 24 hours of early access for every episode of the Minimap Cast, as well as access to the recordings of our post shows. So if you miss the live show for whatever reason and you want to catch the sort of 
casual debrief we do afterwards, which are usually still pretty high energy, I would say. We do a good job with those. Um, you can find the recordings there. Our uh, Sony E3 2009 watch along Patreon exclusive video is there too. That's a fun one. Uh, so yeah, you can head on over to patreon.com slash minimapau uh, to help us out. And remember, it's cheaper than a latte with oat milk. Uh, so. So. It's time to rank the best PS2 games. Uh, now, we did we we came up with this list of with a variety of... Uh, through a variety of means. Mm-hmm. One, off the top of the head. Uh, two, Metacritic, scrolling through, seeing the ones that we, we cared about. So what that means is not all of these are ones that I, that we both care. Like some of these are ones that Jeremy cares the most about. Some of these are ones that I care the most about. Some of them are ones that we both care about. But uh, Jeremy made the good point that this is more about uh, the best games rather than favorite games. So yeah, you will we, we are we are ranking them head to head. So it's exactly. not about like so the can... game that I love that is actually not very good. It's about like competitive competing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Scores. You want to call it's it about that. results, yeah. trophies. Yeah. Which is why you'll notice uh, that there is no Aragon the movie, the game in this <laughs> bracket tonight. I'm sorry. It is breaking my heart every time I think about it. I'm trying to block it out. Yeah. Uh, but what that does mean is we have a rocking list here to deal with. Uh, we've got, we got ratchets. We got, we got battlefronts. We've got guitar heroes. We've got colossuses. We've got we got Co- so Co- much colossi. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I said. Yeah. Um. So, should we kick off? I think we should. Right. I'm realizing now there's one in here I left that um maybe I shouldn't have, but that will be funny because it's in the first knockout round anyway. So that's fine. All right. All right. Let's let's let let let's start off. So the the first match we have is Final Fantasy X versus Guitar Hero Two. Oh fuck! This hurts. Um, now I've not. Oh I, my god! I, I've actually. Not, I'm not ready for this. I've actually not played Guitar Hero Two. Oh, Jeremy, um, it's it's got an amazing set list. Also, Absolutely cracking set list. Th- the thing about Guitar Hero games is that I can get a pretty good idea of how they are just by looking at the set list. Because if you've played any Guitar Hero, you've got a good idea of what they're going to be like. Guitar Hero Live aside, I think. Um, yeah. Where like I can just look up the set list um, for Guitar Hero Two. The thing with the early Guitar Hero games is that you were still getting mechanical, like literally mechanics of the key of the controller, plus mechanical in terms of how the engine works, like mechanical um, ideation and iteration in those early games. So hmm. like Guitar Hero 2 was, was good for being distinctively better than Guitar Hero 1, like getting rid of some decisions that like were real like first of its kind kind of yeah. uh, growing pains. Mm. But um, it also wasn't as smooth as a gameplay experience as Guitar Hero 3. Sure, right, okay. Um, the, uh, like, just to briefly touch on the set list, so, so some of the some of the big hitters, uh, Carry On My Way With Sun, yeah. uh, Free Bird, um, Hush by Deep Purple is on there, Killing In The Name by Rage Against The Machine is on there, Message In A Bottle by The Police. Yeah, Cherry uh, Pie's a good one. Yeah, Cherry Pie, um, Search and Destroy by E Pop. Uh, it's got Surrender by Cheap Tricks, Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. It's got the Trogdor song from Strong Bad. It's got Tonight I'm Gonna Rock You Tonight, 
by Spinal Tap, which it does. It I, does. I did not know Spinal Tap made an appearance on a on a Guitar Hero game. That well, Jeremy, I think we spoke about this, right? That is why I thought Spinal Tap was a real band. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I love that because so they were much. just in there with the rest of them. Oh, uh, how wonderful! I'm so glad that that their joke that they pulled in the like 80s or whenever that movie came out continues to bear fruit. I love that yes. so much. Um, yes. Do you know the Trogdor song from Strong Bad? Uh, yeah. Okay. I think. Just so you just, yeah. Yeah, they put they put just a silly cartoon song yeah, from, yeah, yeah. like, Flash Animation Internet. Yes. Yeah, in game, yeah. Which is great. Um, it's real hard, too. <laughs> all right. So, tell me about Final Fantasy X. Because I've, I've also not played this. Final Fantasy X is the first Final Fantasy game I ever played. Uh... I first saw it when my brother and my cousin stayed up all night playing it downstairs. And I came and that, and the whole thing was like, oh, the new ones come out. Let's play it together. That'll be fun. And they played it all night. And I came downstairs in the morning and saw them like nine hours in. And I remember they were struggling against this boss and they were like, maybe we're, well, I'll check something. I'll see if we can like, like upgrade our equipment. And they were like, what's this sphere grid thing? And it turns out they hadn't leveled up in the game once in the last eight hours. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Which you can get away with up until basically the boss they were at. Um, and they were like, okay, we're getting, we're getting messed up here. And then they just spent like 30 minutes like upgrading health and strength and magic and MP and everything for every character. Right. Um, Final Fantasy X, uh, it's... It's funny because it it doesn't strike a lot of the notes that the diehards love because mm-hmm. it does a lot of things differently. This is one of the only Final Fantasy games that doesn't have any sort of active time battle system. Um, so there's no like timer that you have to wait to count up before you can move. It's more like a Pokemon game where it's all move based. It's just you you can take as long as you want, get the strategy right, make your move, and then the enemy will attack in turn. Okay, but the story, the music, the art direction and design, just the whole design of the game, it's incredibly striking in a way that really captured my imagination and like like fandom, I guess, as a as a young kid. Um Yeah, I this game, it is unlike any other Final Fantasy game. Okay. Is it better it than Guitar is, Hero 2? Oh, uh, I think it is. Okay. Because Guitar Hero 2, again, it has those like growing pains of like still not quite refined yet. Um, and it still looked that like Guitar Hero on, on PlayStation 2 looks ugly, man. It looks so <laughs> ugly. <laughs> okay. Um, it's my first Guitar Hero and I love it to pieces. But yeah, I think Final Fantasy 10 is, is, is better. All right, all right. I'm willing just to default to you on this one because mm. I've not played either of these games. Mm. I'm sure we'll talk about 10 more as it reaches into the next round. <laughs> All right. The next round being Crash Twin Sanity. Well, the next, next match, rather. Crash Twin Sanity versus God of War 2. <laughs> these are also two games that I've not played. All right. So Tootie's saying in the chat, Twin Sanity? <laughs> and this is the one I mentioned as like, oh, maybe they shouldn't have made it. But um, <laughs> like it... It, this is a this is a game that I love. This okay. is a game that 
This is this is a favorite that not that isn't a best. That okay. is, this is does, that, does that mean by default God of War two wins? Uh, God of War two is an excellent game. Like okay. even still, is the thing. Like God of War two wins. However, I will give to Insanity its moment. It has a lot of excellent puzzles, a lot of fun moments, and a and a good like integrated like world design where you like you kind of come back around and things are different and you've got different abilities and um okay. playing with Cortex the whole time and I don't know. That's that's just it's just a fun ass game. It's good. All right. But God of War 2 is the winner. God of War 2 is the winner. All right. So that's the first round done because it, because it's a odd, it's an odd number of, of um, matchups. So we're into round two already where we, where Shadow of the Colossus gets to go up against Final Fantasy X. Tell me about Shadow of the Colossus, Jeremy. And uh, maybe not too much in case it wins and we have to talk about it over and over. Yeah, look, I think that this is like a, this is kind of a platform defining game. Um, yeah, and it's like, look, there's a reason that Blue Point got to make a remake as good as they did. It's because it's it's got it's got this this unique uh, platform transcending ability to be one of the most unique and incredible experiences PlayStation has pre- probably ever had to offer. One of, mm. not the, but one mm. of. Um. Uh, I can keep talking about it if you would so like. So you say, uh, I will. I will say a counterpoint. I, hmm. I think at this moment, Shadow of the Colossus is coming up against one of the other platform-defining games of that generation. Look, I, it it is one of maybe the platform-defining RPGs of the PlayStation Two, mm-hmm. but I I don't often hear it in that conversation of like like one of the PlayStation greats. I think that like that maybe Shadow of right. the Colossus that like does actually get like it 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 is a game that will will endure in a way that I think That's true. Like we kind of talking about Shadow of the Colossus was kind of the first time Yeah, like the, I it, remember of people talking about it in the same way that people talk about Dark Souls. Yeah, like like we we got taught about Shadow of the Colossus in school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's a good point because Final Fantasy X is 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 popular and it's really hmm. well it, it's sold well and 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 it's really well made. Uh, but yeah, the the artistic integrity and and um, sort of uh, uh, importance of the game and its impact on the medium, I think, is is quite impressive. And and it's lasting and it's sort of undeniable. It's a good point. I I personally I. I can't stay with Shadow of the Colossus when I play it. It doesn't. It doesn't stick with me. It, it it's interesting. I often think about Shadow of the Colossus about a game that is. It, it it's not. It's not about fun. I think is is, yeah. the, is the thing that's interesting. Yep. And I kind of I kind of watch it. Watch. I kind of play it like I, like I will. Um. It, it occupies the same part of my mind uh, that, like, I think Western movies do. Where it's like they have these long drawn out sections where you're just kind of in this world, like specifically like the um, uh, Morricone westerns, um, but like the the this idea that you, like you are like going for long stretches of time where there's there's no dialogue, there's no talking, there's not a lot of music, you're just kind of like exploring this world, and then and then suddenly, like you are in the middle of action 
Mm. Um, and it's like, you know, watching Westerns, like depends on the Western, but like a lot of those ones, they're not like, they're not fun movies that are like, oh, like I'm, I'm, you know, actively participating like in this film. Yeah. Like, but, mm. it, but they still have this level of, they give you the, those lower lows to make those highs like inconceivably high. Mm. Um, right. It's an honest experience. Yeah. Yeah, like you you get that whole game when you play that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I think both of their soundtracks uh, go toe-to-toe. I think Final Fantasy X's soundtrack is outstanding. Right. Um, and so is Shadow of the Colossus. I'm not as familiar with it, but every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, wow. Why don't I listen to this more? Yeah, like um, like I, I, I got that on vinyl like uh, uh, yeah. years ago. Well, you get lots of music on vinyl. Yes, but like... Shadow of the Colossus has the soundtrack released 15 years later on vinyl. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. True, yeah, no, there's no, I don't think there's a Final Fantasy X vinyl. Yeah. Final Fantasy. <laughs> Just going to drop vinyl. a quick, going to drop a quick 70 USD on a, <gasps> in the middle of a, in the middle of the podcast. Exclusive limited edition. $300. All right. Never mind. I, um, I, I'm, I, I don't think I'm going to... I'm not going to, like, put my foot down for, through the entire tournament of Shadow of the Classes. No. But I, I think I might... I don't think you need to put it down here. I think I'm with you. I yeah. do think it is Shadow. Yeah. Like, the, just the quality of the game rings through here. Alright. We, we will we'll, Final Fantasy X. We'll have more to say. Ratchet and Clank 3 versus Lego Star Wars 1 and 2. Oh, fuck, man. I'm not prepared for this. I can't believe you put Lego Star Wars in here. I think that's hilarious. Why? Because I think those games are good. I don't think the, think of them as, like, all-timer PlayStation games, but I'm willing to hear the... I'm, I'm willing, like, I'm willing for you to make that case. I and, think and, they're all-timers of the generation. And, I mean, at least... And this maybe is someone that's who easy was for me to say because I was eleven or twelve years old when they came out, right? Well, like, like and like so was I, and I like these were some of the games that I hundred percented. Like I went through the whole thing like multiple yeah. times. Um, I but, think both of these games, in a way, are some of the most repeatable games that on on, on this system and of this generation. Um, like I would happily dive into Lego Star Wars and chip away to go back through and find the mini kits and yeah. try and get the, the, the stud meter and all and of that. They did build the Lego formula unlike anything that they had done before. Like that, this was like, this was the formula that up until the most recent Lego game being like the, the Lego Star Wars game, mainline Lego game. Um, that was what they did for 15 years. Right? Yeah, Totally. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 an excellent way to experience the story. I I do think the storytelling doesn't necessarily hold up these days. Uh, the way they told it back then, like it's, it was decent, but when you look back at it now, it's like, oh, it, this is it, it's, basic. Yeah, it's it it is. Um, uh, yeah, a bit old fashioned. Um, yeah, like th- there's there's a lot of there's a lot of miming, and that's and that's fun and funny. It's still funny. But like a lot the, of like, <laughs> but like technically the game is 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 um yeah a little bit a little bit older feeling now it's it's got some age on it yeah those those Lego men they're a bit wrinkly now um uh, the, yeah or they're too smooth I don't I can't decide <laughs> which which um but yeah that said like I think it's some of the some of the most 
best paced gameplay maybe not consistently there are some dud like puzzles in there yeah. but like like you know i remember losing entire afternoons to that game and you know just going in and doing a whole movie or two you know what i mean and, and coming back out and there was plenty more to do yeah. but i'd also done plenty i'd unlocked plenty more to do but i could keep moving if i wanted to there's such a good sense of freedom in those games mm-hmm. but Ratchet and clank 3 Ratchet and Clank 3. It's it's kind of an old timer. It's borderline the best Ra- Ratchet and Clank, honestly. It's it is like if it is not, it is second. Yeah. And it is not against any particular second. It's just up there. <laughs> it's so good. The weapons are amazing. The way they upgrade is incredible. The all of the locations are great. The jokes are on point. The animations are funny. Like, the jokes are still hilarious. I still crack some of those jokes and they are still fucking funny. And also like, it's one of the most colorful games on the system without it seeming like an absolute cartoon mm, mm-hmm. sort of like surreal, not to be taken seriously kind of thing. Like you could buy in, but also it's just a vibrant world. That's so fun. Mm. Especially considering the age, the age and the era we went into after games like this, where we lost so much color. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, I also think that you could throw the, okay. So, so here's the thing. I think you could put Ratchet and Clank three on a PS five right now and you would have a great time. Agreed. I don't know if you would have as great a time in those older Lego games. So I've been, I've been playing these older Lego games over the years. I, you know, the complete saga they came out with, which was like one and two put together. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been playing that on PC and it's just those, those same levels. Yeah. 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 Um, There's like one difference in there, but for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it is mostly fine. Again, there are some dud levels where it's like, oh shit, this just is like the camera is, it doesn't give you enough room here to to split apart in co-op and stuff like that. But like, it is still fun. Yeah. It, It is still fun, but I don't think it's Ratchet and Clank 3 in 2023 fun right like yeah, like like may, like, may like you think about think about rift apart right that game like there's a direct line between those two games and and realistically there's not much in between ratchet and clank 3 and rift apart that couldn't have realistically been done on either of those consoles, you know, like there's the, the swapping between dimensions is like obviously a technical feat, but like, but there's a way to work that, that isn't, that is loading screens. That, sure. that could have been a PS3. So that could have been a PS2 game. Mm. Um, but, you know, they, they have innovated and built upon the original Lego Star Wars in a way that like, you know, like, and the original foundation for those games are great. But like we we've come further in that department, whereas Ratchet and Clank Three, they kind of nailed it, and they've just sort of made more of them. That is true. Yeah. It's also important to remember just how good Ratchet and Clank Two was in a distinctly different way. Yep. As well, maybe a few rougher edges. Like I think some of the levels were a bit less refined. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like and but, like Two is good. It's got but like, also like yeah. the, it, the they had that had a similar thing of like just the the way you leveled up the weapons was so satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. And the the story was great. One of the best stories in the Ratchet series was in Ratchet Two. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, uh, yeah, they're both fucking incredible games. Yeah, I, we're gonna we're gonna be here. Yeah, 
like it's going to be hard. This is this is just going to keep being difficult to go through this list. I, it is Ratchet and Clank three. Yeah, but it is close. It it, it it is close. It's close in my heart. Yeah. Guitar Hero three versus Jack three. Oh no! I don't know how this is going. Um, let me just sing Jack three's praises quickly before we never see it again. Um, Please. Jack three is the most enjoyable Jack and Daxter game. Um, because it has, uh, it, well, I spoke about this at length last year when the subscription service came out and I played through all of them, except I didn't finish one because I got bored, but Jack is such a game that is in the middle of an identity crisis (laughs) at all times. Yeah. Um, from the first one included. Including the first one. Exactly. Because the first one's like, it's borderline just a Spyro game but like it's it's not but it is and then they and then grand theft auto came out and it was so incredible and they ripped it off but like it wasn't quite as good because it was still like a kid's grand theft auto game so then they made it bigger and better and more impressive like three is like the best combination of all of its random bits and pieces but man is it random it's so strange the way it comes together it 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 is it is nonsensical the way jack three comes together It is a decent game. It is a decent story. For those who have that that reverence for it, it is not misplaced. There is something there to genuinely enjoy and appreciate. But it is not that amount of refined that we expect from a Naughty Dog game. I think in the way that it is just directed from a from a pure like creative understanding level. Sure. Yeah. It it is not cohesive. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's always been confused. Um, yeah. I think like, and as someone who, who does not like Jack two or three and only likes Jack and Daxter, it's always been confused. Um, mm. And I, I don't think that, you know, I've seen people online going like, Oh, when's Naughty Dog going to go back to Jack and Daxter? Like, I don't think they will. And I honestly, like, I don't think, I don't think Jack and Daxter ever became a franchise that requires a revisit. Mm. And like, like if, if they want to do something like that again, like I would actually just much prefer a new IP. Give me, give me, give me a new duo of characters to to love. The designs are all right in Jack and Daxter, but they're a bit like we can do better. Like that, there's some, there's yeah. some more interesting things we can do in this space. A bit dated, honestly. Like Jack's design is is, yeah. is pretty dated. Yeah, and and Daxter's personality is so he's such a chauvinist. Like there's so many guy look at boobs or butt moments in those games and he's also just even in the first ones he's just annoying and grating like he's not enjoyable to be around um he makes me laugh sometimes but then other times i'm like ew i was playing this when i was 10 ew all right we'll we'll put it to guitar hero 3 for now it is definitely to guitar hero 3 all right grand Turismo 3 versus star wars battlefront 2 this is tricky. Mm. I have some experience with GT3, but not much. Um, it's one of the two games that we got when the when when we got our PS2. But yes, yes, so, so, same with mine. Um, I, I think Gran Turismo 3 is an absolutely incredible racer. I think that it is like at, like like at its at its peak, it was like this is as good as racing can be. This is as good as the Gran Turismo franchise can be. Um, it's difficult because if you don't click with Gran Turismo, you are just not going to enjoy it. 
Yeah. Um, and Gran Turismo is a is a particular type of racing racing game where they are more into the simulator, they are more into the professional racing in terms of it being a sport, they're into mm. the brands, they're into the history, they're into the cars. Um, and the tracks. And the tracks and the, the love of 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 motorsport. Mm. Um and I think that in a weird way, Battlefront two I think like it, it like I play I have Battlefront two in in my mind. It it sort of shares the same space as going back to like kind of Team Fortress two and goes back to like um playing the first modern warfare where oh, it's wow. like okay. like like there's a specific like it, it is a familiar shooter. Yep. It doesn't age particularly gracefully because it like the older it gets the clunkier it feels. Yep. Goldeneye's in the same camp for this, but 100%. But you go back to this because you understand it. Um and and also it's important to remember what it was at the time, which was like Battlefront 2 was incredible. It mm. was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like every time you played it, I played that game by myself for dozens of hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? A multiplayer yeah. game. Yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I personally, because I, I could see the quality in Gran Turismo 3. Like even when I played it and didn't enjoy it that much, it was a great loop of like, Here's your licenses, and here's here's the different cars that mm. unlocks for you, and the different tracks. Like even I got a it, bit out of that loop when it, I was it, bad at it. It's teaching you how to play Gran Turismo. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's what these games have to. Do. Yeah, they like they they need to do that because otherwise you won't know how to do it. Yeah, but at the same time, Battlefront Two. <laughs> Sam says in the chat, "Put them both and cancel the next two. It's very funny. Um, like Battlefront Two had prequel and uh, original trilogy settings and classes, characters, heroes, villains, star fights, villains. You had, you had blaster heroes. You had, you had lightsaber heroes. It, it was, it's an all star, like just home run hit. I, like I'm, I'm willing to I'm willing to give it to Battlefront um, because I think it is a it is a seminal Star Wars game. Which yeah. if there's anything we've learned in the past fifteen years, that's apparently really difficult to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. So that's I'll I'll give point. it to Battlefront. I love Gran Turismo three. I'll give it to Battlefront. Yeah, I recognize Gran Turismo three's qualities. Kingdom but, Hearts yeah. two, God of War two. Woo! That's spicy. That is spicy. So, Jeremy, you haven't played God of War 2, really? I've not played God of War 2. I don't particularly want to play... I, I, I've, I've never... Have you ever played them? Like, I have... Any, any 1, 2, or 3? Yes. But not on my own. Like, I've, uh, play, I've played them at Friends. Right. Um, I, know the, I know what the combat feels like. And okay, like, and that's like, good. That stuff is good. I... I have a weird like, f- I have a weird feeling about God of War. I sort of always, <laughs> I, I always had, but like, like there's, uh, like it always felt kind of like, and like I know it is, but even when I was like younger, I always felt it was kind of like like broy, 
like try hard. Like yeah, it was like it always felt a bit like edgy, but like in a way that I'm like ew, gross. Whereas like G- G- <laughs> G- GTA is edgy, but it's like you know ridiculous and bombastic edgy. Whereas this was like oh, we're gonna be like crass. Yeah, like we're gonna be men. <laughs> yeah, I, I we're gonna really be edgy, vibe. and it's not gonna be for girls. This is a boys only club, edgy. <laughs> I really vibed with God of War. I was I was far too young when I was when I was experiencing God of War because my brother got it, and then we like played it together. Uh, and I really vibed with it from like the fantasy aspect, like. Oh, man with fire blades and they're stuck to chains and the chains go on his wrists. Like, that was so cool. And he gets the blade of Artemis, which is just this big sword. It's like, oh, that's and sick. Like, all of that shit I just loved. The, the, the mythology the, as well. The idea that in God of War 1, 2, and 3, your entire goal is to kill every god on Olympus is like a pretty cool, like, that's a cool pitch for a um for a series. That's not the goal of the first one, but yes. Right, but it happens. In the third one, yes. Right. It, the, the first one's about killing the god of war. Right. Which Kratos isn't, but then he does, and then he becomes, and and then, and then, and then. Gotcha. The story's decent to follow along with. Like, it's like, it's it's actually, like, good storytelling for the time. Um, like, the cutscenes are good, and there's decent mystery there. But you are right. At some point, it's like, how can we justify this uh, gory... Uh, animation of him ripping like uh, Medusa's head off again or like oh we made a boss how can we kill it the gruesomest mm. gruesomeliest um, like 3 kind of got tired for me like I played it and I got to the end and I was like the ending's not very satisfying because it's just like everyone dies and yeah, everything right. is dead and it is just ash and it's literally the ending and it's like it's all over and that was not satisfying <laughs> Yeah, but they are some excellent games. I have played four or five hours of Kingdom Hearts 2. It is well known, well documented on this very show that my modern attempts to uh, catch up to and in and participate in the Kingdom Hearts series have been uh, tempered by frustration and and uh, unenjoyment. So, yes. Jeremy, why don't you tell me about Kingdom Hearts 2? I think there's a, like, and this is this is both a meme and also true. I think that there's a reason this game continues to get re-releases. And it's because it, it also, like, and it does, because it doesn't, they are not re-releasing this game so new people start this franchise. No, they're, they're doing it because they know they've got all of those people from 2004 on the hook. Yes, yes. And and that the, the reason for that is because th- there is there is something about that franchise that if it gets you you are smitten. Yes, that's for, true. For for years and years and you uh-huh. and you truly will not ever be able to break away. Um the amount of people that played Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2 and then did not play any of the side stuff and then picked up 3 yeah. 15 years later yeah i think is a testament to 2 <laughs> because because when it hits fewer games hit harder 
when it when it fully manages to to win you over and you you understand like you like you understand the the friendship is magic <laughs> you buy into you know the 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 anime of of the various bad guy organizations and and versions of the same people uh-huh and like i like i've i've said this before but the the overt overt queer allegories and metaphors throughout the franchise regardless of what the director of the franchise thinks i don't think you can call it overt if someone is going actively against it and said i never i never made well that. no like he he was never he's not, he's not he's not actively against it and realistically with the amount of stuff that's in this game i'm not i'm not even sure that he knows what he thinks about kingdom hearts's uh sexuality <laughs> like like in in terms of like Sora and Riku are in love and the the game will never not be able to to break away from that and they play into that so often that they they are they are one cutscene away from giving each other a friend kiss on the lips between uh-huh. the two uh-huh on the beach uh-huh. um so where does that leave us? I Because I, I, that did nothing for me. <laughs> I, I want to put my foot down for Kingdom Hearts 2, but I will not I will not stand I will not like carry it all the way to the end of you see that's the thing. Yeah. I don't think Kingdom Hearts 2 is better than God of War 2, but I'm not I don't want to put my foot down for God of War 2. I it like it it is not perfect it is not flawless it is not recommendable to literally everybody it is not a a go-to classic i would i would point people towards the reboots before i pointed them towards Mm. two or three and like i i I would point people towards two as the kingdom heart like if you're going to play a kingdom hearts game it would be that one Um, it's the only good one (laughs) no but like it but it's 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 definitely the one to play um you know, like again, not a perfect game, but I would probably still give it like a nine point eight. And it is one of the defining games on the PS2. Yeah, like look, Sora's in Smash. My boy, <laughs> my my boy made it. Yeah, well, Kratos is in PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, so oh, if, <laughs> we can share the love on that game if you want. <laughs> I know I'm just you. Saying. I know you don't want to go there. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's give it to Kingdom Hearts too. It, it, if it goes up against one of my babies, though, it, it, I'm, it, fucking, like, I'm, I'm snapping its neck so fast. I, I, I love it, and I'll, I'll continue to make the case, but I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna force it all the way to yeah. the end. Yeah. Ratchet okay. and Clank Two versus Snake Eater. Metal Ratchet and Clank Two versus Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. I think it's Snake this? Eater. Really? Yes. I don't know. I don't know because honestly, like, like. The metal, like the Metal Gear Solid games, like they play, they play okay. But you know, two in in the chat saying that in two in Ratchet and Clank two, there's a lot of jank. I never played a Metal Gear Solid game and felt like it didn't have too much jank, especially the PS2 ones. Um, Snake Eater is better than Sons of Liberty, hands down, and I think it's the next best uh, before five. Before five came out, I think it's the next best game after one. See, but, I, I I think it's better than five. 
Wow. Wow. Look, look, wow. look, look here's, here's the thing. Like, I finished three and I didn't finish five because five is... <laughs> Kojima didn't finish five. No one finished five. That game is unfinished. <laughs> uh, zing. Um, no, but like, I think like Snake Eater is like, like it, it's got, I, I don't know if jank is the right word. I think it's, it's got specific specificity. Hmm. It's a very specific game with its controls, with its movement. And that feels. And its mechanics. And its mechanics. And that feels not intuitive when comparing it to other games. But I think for itself, I think it is quite strong in all of those regards. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I've never thought about it in this way. But I would like if I were to review Snake Eater, I might actually give it a ten. What? Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't think it's like I think it's at most an eight for me. Like. It's the best one, but I find it it has so many points of friction for me right. that I, I I struggle. And and this is this is an a now close to eight year recollection, right? I played this in twenty fifteen. Yeah, like but, I I played this game in twenty eighteen, I think, when I played it mm, on the on the PS three. Mm. It's good. Uh like for my money, Hitman aside, I think is the two, two two different type of games. I think Snake Eater is the best stealth game I've ever played. I don't agree with that. I I would I would jump into Last of Us Part Two before I play jump into Snake Eater for best stealth gameplay. I don't even think that's a stealth game. Like you stealth in that game, but that's not a stealth game. There's so much stealth in that game. I mean, the way you play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Ratchet and Clank Two. Like I said before, like it is still a really strong game. It does have a number of moments of like it isn't as vibrant as three. You know what I mean? It like yeah. lots of part of it's blend into themselves, like different facilities and like the the direction and the vision of this one isn't quite as strong as three. And there's a lot of like like the ship battles weren't very fun. Um mm. the clank battles weren't very fun. And like the story like is good, but it's a bit like, you know, I'm so cool kind of all the way. And like, I know that, that, that puts it on its head, but there's a lot of like, there's, there's kind of, there's one thing going for Ratchet and Clank 2. And that is like Ratchet being like a, like a, like a spy kind of esque thing. True. Like, like, like an agent, I guess. Um, and there's another thing going for it as well in that it is so many heads and shoulders above the first game in quality and enjoyment totally which is huge like it is so much better than the first one but it's not better than three no it's not and like it's uh it's uh, you're right you're right it's not better than snake eater snake eater's got a ladder (laughs) all right um (laughs) katamari damacy versus ratchet gladiator oh no (laughs) I don't think Gladiator's very good. No, I know you don't. That's why I said, oh, no. Gladiator's one of my favorites. I do think it's very specific. It is not the same level of enjoyment that you would get out of three. Yeah. Or two. Um, hmm. It also feels like quick and rushed and also not quite like a Ratchet game, but I love it so much. And I do think it has... Uh, it has a place in Ratchet history that is not irrelevant. 
No. I, I also think it doesn't really, it doesn't hold up that well when you go back to it. Doesn't it? No. I haven't played it in a lot, in a long while. It, 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 it's, it feels funny. The, there's like, there's a lot of things that like, there's, it's like missing a level of polish that all the others kind of had where like between explosions or between the actual combat and the gun feel of all the different weapons and like even just the personality of the weapons and you don't have clank and it's all missions. It's, it's kind of, it's a, it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's the Jack three of, of the franchise where it's kind of, it's, it's got its own identity crisis that is, it is unfortunately dealing with and it, it pulls it together in the end to make a decent game, but it's, it doesn't really like, you know, they never made another one. (laughs) Like it doesn't. No, no, they didn't. Yeah. Tell me about Katamari. Uh, you want the single most enjoyable game to have ever existed? <laughs> you want a game that is about having fun? You got a game. Yeah, I like got, that. You got a game here called Katamari Damacy. Uh-huh. It is about rolling up objects to create planets for the king of all cosmos. Uh-huh. And you are there in whimsical environments listening to wonderful music. Mm-hmm. rolling up objects to your heart's content and you're doing it again and it is fun every single time. There's enough levels, you get every single... Like, it is a... It is a, it is maybe a perfect game in the same way that Tetris is like a perfect game where it's uh-huh. like it put together a thing and uh-huh. it executed it perfectly. And, okay. and, it, and, and that's it. There's, there's yeah. no more than that. You got it. Yep. They did you just it. have the, the raw concept executed and yes. fun on display. Yeah. Happy joy. Hmm. And the okay. music you know the music, Kara. We've listened to the music. I do know the music. And I also know the knockoff game, uh The End of the World, I think, that released on like the very early days of Steam. <laughs> I've not even heard of that. <laughs> I've brought it up at some point. Okay. Um it was that you know? Do you remember that game called like Ah? And it was like yeah, that yeah, like yeah. base jumping game. It was those same people. Yeah, right. And they basically just made a Katamari ripoff. Fair enough. Um, let me let me let me scroll down. I want to get this name right. I'm pretty sure it's called The End of the World. Are we giving it to Katamari? Yes, Jeremy. Obviously, I'm oh, maybe not. But yes. Ooh. Oh, breaks my heart. Silent Hill 2 versus Burnout 3. <laughs> Silent Hill 2 versus Burnout 3. I, I haven't played Silent Hill. I do dude. love Burnout 3. Burnout 3 so good. It's fucking good. Burnout 3 is a unique type of joy that we just don't get anymore. Like we got we got revenge afterwards, we got paradise in the next generation, which was which was like which was like 75% of the same feeling. Um but man, it's so good though. When when it, it hits, it's it, like it's it like singular. When it, when it works, that it's it's like heroin in the arm. It just is just yeah. incredible rush of like just the best feeling imaginable. Yeah, like the takedowns are incredible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Taking taking down the uh your 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 enemies on the track. So you get way more boost. You upgrade your boost meter. All of a sudden you're going 400 kilometers per hour. The music rules. The style of the menu is great. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. It's very dated, but it it, it is very cohesive. Mm-hmm. Getting your getting all the different medals for the different tracks, the crash mode, the introduction of the crash mode, and it is good. Yeah, it's good crash. All of the destruction you can wreak and trying to bounce the explosions between each other and rack up your your number of points, your your dollars. It's like I I frequently think about going back to that game, and I don't because it's just too far away. Yeah. Um, but like the moment they make another burnout game, I don't know why they haven't. I don't know why they haven't even considered teasing it. I know. Right? It's, isn't it so strange? And it's you know it's it's a, it's the skate problem, right? It's like mm. if they get it wrong, like people are gonna like like that franchise goes on ice for fifteen years. Yeah. Right, if yeah, they get yeah. it wrong, and I don't trust EA to get it right like that. Like I need like the franchise has been on ice. We got we got Burnout Take uh, Burnout Paradise remastered four years ago or whatever, and like that's it. And like everything we heard about that game is that remaster sold really well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do miss it. For me, for me, it's a solid no brainer. Burnout Three. I just i i have I have no exposure to Silent Hill Two. Honestly, I know people love it, but it's so close for me. They are okay. they are so neck and neck. I don't. I genuinely don't know which which way I would lean. Um, so, like Silent Hill Two, the vibes are immaculate in the sense that they uh, are so fucking off throughout the entire thing in a way that is actually really hard to 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 capture. Mm. Um, Pyramid Head, obviously, like transcendental villain, mm. just like you know. A villain so good that the people that make Silent Hill now don't understand how they can't not put him in. Yeah. You know, like a villain so good that generations of people trying to make horror games after Silent Hill 2 that didn't understand Pyramid Head have con- tried to re- recapture that and failed dramatically mm-hmm. because he is such a strong looking villain. Um,. There's a fundamental, there's a fundamental horror to Pyramid Head, which is which is pretty incredible. Just like, just a a big guy with a fucked sword, wearing yeah. like a a butcher's apron, yeah, with a giant pyramid head. That is so and scary. And he's dirty. Yeah, he's, he's filthy. Yeah. Um. Uh, Silent Hill Two is really incredible. It's it's not perfect, but it is really incredible. It is obtuse in the way that all those Silent Hill games are, um, mm-hmm. and that is sometimes annoying. But when it works, it is really great. Um, the 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 I I have a very fond memory of the very first time when when I, when I played through that game. The very first time I saw Pyramid Head was I was in this room and we were like doing this puzzle, and I moved a. Uh, I moved like a bookcase or like a grandfather clock out of the way or whatever. And there was just bars in the wall leading into the next room, which you couldn't mm-hmm. get through. And then I left the room and did something else and came back into the room. And Pyramid Head was just on the other side of those bars looking at me. And right. there was, there was no cutscene, There was no fanfare. It was just, he was just on the other side of those bars. And this is a PS2 game. Like, and I was playing it three years ago and yeah. it is, it it terrified me. Yeah. <laughs> like that fucker was just on the other side of those bars and I left the room and I went back in and he wasn't there anymore. He was gone. Yeah. yeah. And Classic. They, they didn't like the, the fucking like 
the boldness to do that, to not give me a cutscene. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> if if you want it to go burnout, then I'm happy to just leave it at burnout. I've 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 said my. Oh, I mean, that is definitely my my pitch. Right. Like Silent Hill Two is, it's sort of like Kingdom Hearts. If like only ten percent of the people played it, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like like for the people, it hits with it really hits. But yeah. outside of that, I feel like it hardly makes a splash. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like Silent Silent Hill is easier to make a splash because you can just you can just play one. Like it's not like it's it's not complex. It's not it's not. I don't understand. No, I what's know, going but on. I mean, in terms of its impact on the industry and what people think about it long term, like I just I just have no exposure to it. Does that uh, make sense? No, but I think I but but like that's because I think Silent like, Hill. I just don't hear people talk about it. I guess is what I mean. Oh, but only because it's been it's been so long now that it's kind of like people talking about, uh, you know, Alien One. Like, sort of everything that is that can be said about that game has sort of been said, right? Like, it is it is already like you know it has inspired so many things after it that like we've we've sort of finished the conversation about this game, right? Like it like it, it is on it. yeah, and I can't wait for all the terrible discussion to start up again when they fucking bring out the remake for this game. It's gonna be mm-hmm. fucking a nightmare. Um, 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 I would right. say burnout three. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a burnout only because y- we both have an agreement that that game is excellent. Mm. Shadow of the Colossus. So we're in round three now. Shadow of the Colossus versus Ratchet and Clank three. Fucking god damn it! Poor. This they, is. They both got PS3 remakes. <laughs> They did, Jeremy, but they didn't both get PS4 remakes. They didn't both get PS4 remakes. I don't. I don't necessarily think that's a mark of anything. No, like not, 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 um, in, the, not in the way that it did. <laughs> oh man, Ratchet and Clank Three is obviously my favorite here, because without discussion before I said how Shadow doesn't really stick with me. Um, I also think Ratchet and Clank has that replay factor that Shadow doesn't necessarily. Like, I know you can replay Shadow in it and it is still fun and decent, but, um, like, I could happily just play Ratchet & Clank 3 for... Like, I played... I finished that game on one save file eight times um, just because it was fun, you know? Yeah. It was just good doing that. Like, I'd leveled everything up by that point, but it was just fun. I, oh, there was also one golden bolt I couldn't find for for months, and I eventually found it. It was in one of the Quark uh, mini games. Yeah, right. Uh, it's difficult because both of these are so important to my childhood. Both of these yeah. games, like I played both of these games over and over and over again, and they're so important to the PlayStation as well. Yes, I th- I think you know what Shadow of the Colossus didn't have was. A fruit roll-ups commercial. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Shadow of the Glosses does have? Tell me. Like, no real flaws. <laughs> like, no, mm. like, no, no part that's like, ah, oh, this could have been cut. 
there are some, there are some colossi that are better than others. There are decisions that I might have made differently for that game. Like, <laughs> like maybe it could have been more of a game kind of thing to collect some of the stuff around the world instead of it just being random lizards. What you know you, what I mean? What do you mean, random lizards? Like, I feel like they're not even highlighted as, like, things to, that you can interact with. And, like, I, could, I, I only know that you can because people are like, did you even know that you could? And, like, those are the kind of... I don't know. For me, playing a game, it's the kind of, like, I would prefer to have those things in my arsenal for, for what I was doing going forward than yeah, completely you- miss them because it's, like... Like, it's, that seems like a foundational mechanic they hid behind nothing. Oh, it's not foundational. You can do it without it. Yeah. Like it's it's like it makes the game easier, but there's like I the first time I played that game I didn't know it was there and I like I didn't really have that much trouble. Yeah. I th- I think I think as someone who has a, a, an unadulterate unadulterated Uncompromised, un- uncompromising is a better is a better word here. Love okay. of both of these games. I still think it's Shadow. Okay, like like like, and again, only because like like if you think about the legacy of a waiter, yes. like like that man, like released this game and then didn't release another one for like twelve years. Yeah, skipped a console, and kind of like like you know like not like didn't like come out on top but like came out to a level of like like yeah like fucking like this sure is a lot like that previous one that everybody fucking loves yeah um that that i think is not is is it 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 means something for for shadow of the Colossus to feel like a game that is again more of a a, a fundamental playstation game than maybe ratchet and clank 3 is Oh, I don't know about that. Like, like, like only in terms of like, I was, I, I remember playing Rift Apart and thinking back to Ratchet Three and going, "Oh, this still doesn't quite feel like Ratchet Three. You know, like they've got a magic source with Three that they, I don't think the series has captured again since. Totally, but I think if if you were to look at like, and this is like not a great example of 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 distilling it, but if you were to look at a hype reel of of PlayStation games. It's not a guarantee that it's going to be Ratchet and Clank three on there. It'll be one, two, or three, because all three of them are really excellent. It's not like that three is the one that I would actually... disagree. I, I I I think it strongly should be three. Yeah, but I but if it was two, you wouldn't be like, why the fuck isn't that three? If it was one, you wouldn't even go, why the fuck isn't that three? Well, sure, but if there was a Shadow of the Colossus two, we'd probably be having the same argument. But there isn't. Because they perfected it, <laughs> they did. That's they did not it. Why? No, I know. But but it's but it's not it's not Ico instead of Shadow of the Colossus. No, that's because Shadow of the Colossus is better than Ico. Yes, but also it kind of is. It's, it's either, also different. It but it's it's either Shadow of the Colossus or it's it's either Shadow of the Colossus and not Ico or it's Shadow of the Colossus and Ico. It's 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 one or it's it's <laughs> the second one or both of them ever. Yes. This isn't a good way to, to, to argue these games. <laughs> yes, I don't think this really proves anything. No, not really. <laughs> um, I think it's Shadow. 
and you know how much I love three. <laughs> like you know how much like, I do. I've, I do. I, I've gone through and watched directors' commentaries of that whole game because they're all on YouTube and it's wonderful. And I recommend it. I need to do that. Three doesn't have grinding. That's all right. I know, but like that's kind of a Ratchet and Clank thing. That's okay. I know, but like it, we'll be all right. Yeah, we were all right. It's a it's a wonderful fucking game. There's, there's a bit in there that's not that that's like okay this this could have been cut the hacker I don't love like like two D in the oh, chat I love the hacker in three I don't know, it's it's fine the the again the clank only missions they're not great um yeah they're all right yeah I know what you mean yeah okay I'm not super salt but that's all right oh, Guitar Hero three versus Battlefront two. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Well, everyone just remember that when I played Guitar Hero 3 it was on Wii. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the graphics were probably only quite only just as good as PS2, maybe slightly better. Yeah. Maybe. Uh Hmm. I don't know. Guitar- Guitar Hero 3 versus Star Wars Battlefront 2. I think Guitar Hero 3 is more fun today than Battlefront 2 would be. I I agree with that. I think um, Guitar Hero 3 could be enjoyed by more people than Star Wars Battlefront 2. Mm -hmm. I also agree. I may have played Guitar Hero 3 more than I played Star Wars Battlefront 2. That is definitely true for me. I think that Battlefront 2 is is a more impressive sequel than Guitar Hero 3. Yeah, 3 is very it, it's like Ratchet, right? It's like it's the next one. Yeah, it's it's very iterative and like they it, they even more so than Ratchet. They like, they nearly get they nearly always get better as well. The the yeah. track list in 3 is is stellar. Mm-hmm. Um the campaign is great. Like the story is really fucking cool. That's all right. Oh, but you, it's a Guitar Hero story. It's yeah, fine. but but it's like, but it's probably the best Guitar Hero story, isn't it? It's just you go to increasingly strange places and then you fight the devil. Like, yeah, but like he's your manager for the entire game. Like that's funny. That's like a good little like, oh, nice. You, I couldn't, you, I couldn't have told you that. Like that does not stick in my head at all. Oh, like, that, that's like it was it. Like that, the campaign the is a complete artifice to just playing the set list. Oh. I was not there for the campaign. At oh, but that was the whole point was that the reason you're getting all these incredible gigs is because you you literally did a deal with the devil and then you play the song, The Devil Went Down to Georgia, which is about a, a, a violinist doing a deal with the devil. That's That's great. It's okay. Look, it's great for these games, right? Like it, like it, yeah, it's fine. Like it's, it's not a knock against it, but it's not, it does not, Tickle my fa- it does not stick on my brain. I don't remember that. Oh. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like it's a, right. it, it, it's 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 really funny. <laughs> does Battlefront uh, 2 have a story? Like a campaign? Because I know I know I there know. was there was campaign modes, but does it have like a story story? Not really. The like the campaign mode it has is, is like it's a it's a like um like a Republic campaign. Like it's like a military campaign rather than like the story where it's like, Oh, we then went to the battle of it's like iconic battles or something like that. It's, it's like an age of empires campaign, but like over, over matches. 
Yeah, and like they show you like grayed out flashbacks of like then we had to go to Kashyyyk to do the thing, and then you you fight the battle on, on of Kashyyyk. The next time they they make a battlefront, which like of course they're surely going to make another one. Um, Maybe they should do it in the style of Clone Wars, where like the campaign that you play is a bit a bit bespoke, put together, but it's done like a Clone Wars episode, where in between like levels you've got like. And now our heroes head over to the Battle of Geonosis. Like, and they have they have <laughs> old mate doing the thing. They've got yeah, yeah. Like that would be really fun if they put it together like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can have that one. <laughs> yeah, you can you can have this one. Yeah. Uh, What's the um, answer here? Fuck, I think it's Guitar Hero Three, which kind of blows my mind. I, you know I, what I mean? Like, it doesn't it doesn't sit right, but it I think it is right. I I think I agree. Yeah. Battlefront 2 was so incredible for the time, but yeah, I don't think it holds up in the way that Guitar Hero 3 does. Kingdom Hearts 2 versus Snake Eater. <laughs> Two games that I think are both overrated. <laughs> I can't believe you think Snake Eater is overrated. Hey, I told you, it's the best one after one. I've not, I've not played one to, to know. Oh, I think it's the best Metal Gear Solid game. <laughs> Which is a, a take that I hear no one else saying. No. <laughs> no. In fact, the, also the take Snake Eater is overrated is also not a thing that I hear often at all, actually. I'm not saying it's bad. No, I know. I'm saying it, it, I know, but, it's good to great. I know, but no one, I don't know anyone that says it's overrated. I think everyone says like it's sort of sufficiently rated that it's like kind of a masterpiece. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, no, it's great. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know with this one. I I think like, if I were to make the case, I would, I think I would say Kingdom Hearts based on how just, this is just a pure industry take at this point of like how much it's lasted and landed in the consciousness. Like Metal Gear Solid was such a secret for me, you know, like I didn't know what that series was until I looked it up, but you couldn't get away from Kingdom Hearts when, when it was around. What are you talking about? <laughs> maybe it's just that it was like... I think it was a secret to you, but it's like... Maybe it was more that it was like a more mature game. And when it was popular, when it was when there were games being made for it, I was just too young. And so I just disregarded it. But like... Snake Eater is like... Like important. <laughs> no, I know that. Yeah. But like... I know in- that. But, but like, like I industri- also feel like it can like slip through the conversation. Like I, I feel like... I, I feel like that's only because Konami in the past like few years has sort of just disappeared until now. Like yeah, but even before even between four and five they were they were quiet on this, you know? Like I you know like Well between four and five it was like where's five? But like <laughs> you know, Kajimba was sort of just like chugging along for a, a, a good long while. Yeah. I don't know. I'd give it to Kingdom Hearts 2. It was an absolute behemoth when it came out. You couldn't get away from it. That's bizarre. I would give it to Snake Eater. <laughs> um, okay. I, like, this is bizarre. Yeah. Uh, All right. Give it to Snake Eater. Like, I don't like, like Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> I don't think it's that good. I know, but like as someone who thinks that both of these games are like perfect versions of themselves, like I think that Snake Eater is a better perfect version of, of a game. Okay. Where it's like it's... Like I, I would have no issues recommending that to, to, in recommending anyone to play that game. Whereas, like, 
There's there's caveats with the Kingdom Hearts. So many. Katamari versus Burnout Three Takedown. Hmm. Tour. How tricky is this for you, Jeremy? Not that tricky. It's Katamari for you? I think, yeah. Wow, okay, all right, okay. Only because Katamari is simple. Like, Katamari is like, it is, it is a, it is a, like a, a really uniquely executed idea. Um, you know, like, there's a lot I remember about Burnout. And there's a lot I don't remember about Burnout. Like, there's a lot of like I don't oh, remember, sure. like I don't remember what the what the menus were like. I know that, that like I'll, there was like a there was a there was an economy in that game, and there was a lot of stuff that maybe, like you know, it's it was a it was a big budget game like that, and like the actual just races themselves were never nearly as fun as some of the others takedown missions and. I remember some highs and some not as highs in that game. I think that is a fair call. You know what, Jeremy? Yes, because ultimately, like as much as I love Burnout 3, there were things that did give me some friction along the way that did mean that I never finished it. Yeah, yes, yes. I also never finished it. I got Playing Revenge was so good because you could crash through cars that were going the same direction as you and you wouldn't instantly die. Yes, yes. So you could go fast safely. There were moments in Burnout where I'm like, oh, I I really thought I deserved that one. Yep. All right. Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus versus Guitar Hero 3. Oh. It's Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, Guitar Hero Three is great. It it's is not, but it's a, it's a, it's an, arc, it's an arcade experience. You know, it's like a VR experience. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's like, like the best Guitar Heroes are like up there with like the best Call of Duties. Yeah, like they're really excellent games, but they're and not like, they're like not, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare could like get it on a on like a top. 360 games list or mm. a PS3 games list. Like it could slay on a list mm. like that. It's not Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> it just isn't Shadow of the Colossus. It's not as enduring as Shadow of the Colossus. I also think nece- not ne- Shadow of the Colossus doesn't actually necessarily make it this far in a different variant of this bracket. I think that's fair. Snake Eater versus Katamari Damacy. This is this is a semi-final. I am unfamiliar enough with Katamari that it's hard for me to really have too much of a a, a snake in this race. But <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. this is really hard. This is hard. This is there really are, there are a lot of great moments in Snake Eater. Like, there are sit like cutscene wise. I I love experiencing the story of metal gear solid like that mm-hmm. they're so silly they're so funny it's like and especially three they go for this like james bond send-up thing yeah and that and it plays really well yeah um but then you also get some like anime intense like neon genesis evangelion action towards the end in a cold war <laughs> spy movie you know what i mean there's yeah. mechs in that game yeah i know but that's not quite that's not quite true i just meant in terms of like towering towering behemoths 
you know how, creatures. Yeah, I mean, like, you know how big the 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 Evas are in Evangelion. Uh, no, not really. They're, they're like, like skyscraper tall, aren't they? No, they're like four times size skyscraper tall. Oh, okay. Like, like they are okay. like that. Like skyscrapers up, sort of like up to their hips a lot of the time. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> they're really big. Yeah. Um, I th- oh fuck, man. What the hell? <laughs> um, I think that they are both brilliant in fundamentally different ways. Oh, very fundamentally different. I, I think Snake Eater has moments that Katamari doesn't quite. You make your own fun in Katamari that everyone will play it differently. And like at, at the, in a base basic level, we'll come to the same result and you yep. will have the same level of enjoyment and, and fun. Um. There is no one thing I ever point to Katamari as like a this was incredible. Mm. It is it is a baseline great all the way through. Whereas Snake Eater has got some great to like all timer moments. Yeah, it I'd say it's got some duds in there too. Like yeah, like it's it's not it's not completely perfect all the way through, but I think it's pretty damn close. Mm. Like Look the the um the ladder. No, I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> like, like it is now time to play the ladder card. Yes. Um, that is an old. That is like a old time gaming moment. It is incredible. Like and th- it's funny that it's incredible. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's just you holding up and climbing a ladder while the theme song echoes in the distance. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just left to sit with it. Yeah. Um. But it does hit good. Yeah. And it is it is not like it is not easy to to know that that is gonna work. Cause that that no. could have been lame. That could have been stupid. Yeah, no, it's a swing. It's a swing and a hit. Like it's yeah. like that's like a home run moment for for that franchise, but also for games. Yeah, in, in in a weird way, right? Um and, and it of course it has to be said that it, it lands because the music absolutely rules yeah it's such a good bond again that that bond send up but also an incredible song in its own right yeah and Um, it's like and it like the entire game is not a bond send up because it is more militaristic and there's like a lot of themes there that 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 it it, it is a more complex story than a bond story which is more often than not just like like aha i'm gonna kill everybody um Whereas, like, there's there's sort of stuff happening, and I'm not saying that that makes it like explicitly better, but it 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 has more going for it than sure. than, than a Bond movie. Like, more needs to land in Snake Eater than what needs to land in a Bond film. Um, the issue is in Bond films is when they don't even get that. You get a movie called Quantum of the Solace, and it's just like just a complete failure. Um, yeah, I. Th- Look, I'm 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 putting my vote for Snake Eater. Okay. Um, do you have any? I haven't played Katamari. It's really hard for me to right. go to bat on this. Mm. Right. Yeah, Snake Eater is good. <laughs> this has been a weird bracket. It's really, I feel like, it's really I feel fucking like my weird. favorites got killed at the front. <laughs> and some and of now them. Because it was yeah. like it was like Final Fantasy X didn't make it out of the gate. <laughs> No. Burnout made it quite far. 
and yeah. But Lego Star Wars but, Jack Three. But, but also, like, look, a lot of these. I think that, like, like we could swap a lot of these. Like, for example, if if we did God of War Two over Kingdom Hearts Two, I don't think either of those beat Snake Eater anyway. Um, and, uh, and that's how this. That's how these lists roll. Like, yeah. that's that's how it's meant to work. Yeah. If, if if you wanted if you wanted Lego Star Wars over Ratchet and Clank Three, I don't think either of them beat Shadow of the Colossus. No, I don't think Final Fantasy beats it over Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Like Final yeah. Fantasy doesn't beat Shadow of the Colossus. No, that's. I mean, that's what happened. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because Final Fantasy lost to Qatar. Oh no. Oh, sorry. No, never mind. Sorry, that was Qatar Hero Two that lo- that lost. Yeah. Um. Ratchet Gladiator doesn't beat Burnout Three either. No, like, Ratchet Gladiator doesn't beat anything. I've got that. That's part of my problem. I've got a few heart favorites in here. Not a few. Uh, not as many Metacritic favorites. The battle for third between Karamari and Guitar Hero Three. This is interesting because they're both franchises that did so well for a time and then kind of evaporated after a while yeah but and like ha- they still exist people still know what they are but like it's been a while and but like people still want them is the thing like you know we've yeah. got we've got clone hero because they can't afford to make a new guitar hero we're getting yeah. remakes of katamari because there's still a demand for literally katamari just something yeah um this could go either way for me yeah, I mean, for me, it's Guitar Hero. Yeah. Um, oh, I haven't played Katamari. Katamari is... I don't know that Katamari had a moment like Guitar Hero. You know what I mean? Guitar Hero was was phenomenal, as in literally a phenomena for a time. Like, yeah. In the same way the Wii was, in the same way the Pokemon Go was. Yes, yeah. Um, and Guitar Hero 3 was sort of a culmination of those, of like, you know, the, that peripheral thing right like yeah. like one and two were popular and three like made it across a generation of platforms partly because it came out at the right time but it also mm. sold basically everywhere yeah um katamari and not that not that sales and popularity makes it's not the thing that gets you here no. or makes the decision on the list but it is a factor yeah and 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 katamari while popular with those who have played it it is a it is a bit more of a niche game yeah. Um. In the in the same vein as maybe Res, um. Like it's it's a bit, a bit more popular than Res, but like you know maybe in the same vein as Flower on the PS3, um. Yeah. Like it's got that like it's got its audience, which is a, like a popular enough audience that they're still making them. Um. But mm. it's not like that. There's a, they are not headline games. Whereas mm. Guitar Hero could be a headline. Yeah. I'm happy to give it to a Guitar Hero. Okay. Right. Guitar Hero 3 for 3? Three? 3 for 3. I keep looking at the stream and going like, Jeremy, why aren't you updating it? But I'm, <laughs> I'm just a few seconds behind on Twitch. <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus versus Snake Eater for number one. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think this kind of tracks. What, that th- that this is the, the final matchup? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not it's not out of left field. Yeah, no. It doesn't it doesn't not make sense. It makes sense rather is how you say that. Um <laughs> it doesn't not make sense. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I have my vote. What's yours? Shadow. There are many parts of Snake Eater that are forgettable. I found when I was playing it that there were many 
in in a sort of a hangover from two in a way that like the mechanics they just i just couldn't i just didn't enjoy the gameplay of snake eater as much as i wanted to mm-hmm. a lot of the times um i really didn't enjoy twos and three was like it was okay and i got through it but i didn't i didn't feel like it was immaculate not once right i always felt like i was almost fighting against them and just getting and i was just looking forward to getting through it to see the next cool cutscene and the story development um i did have those shadow shadow just is what it is and it does it so well I did have those moments in in Snake Eater where I was doing exactly what I wanted at the right time in the right order, mm. and when it clicked, it was uh, like seeing the Matrix. It was like suddenly everything everything fell in its spot. Mm. the The puzzle was complete, and I was and I was just doing the game, and it felt awesome. Um, and the final fight as well. The, the- a lot of the, the final fights, yeah. Like, honestly, maybe the final, the entire final third of the game, like it's a cinematic masterpiece in terms of storytelling and um, lo- and like action sequences, like set piece. And I also loved a lot of the stealth mechanics of changing my clothes depending on the environment that I was in. I loved a lot of the villains. I thought that they were really cool. Like they were all like kind, like they're all really strange villains. They're like they are James Bond villains, but like cranked up a bit. Um, yeah, with, like anime James Bond villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> no, it isn't. It isn't. And, you know, it, it also has those moments of just like, you know, why are you giving me this button prompt to like pervert Eva as she's getting undressed? I don't need that. Why is that in all of these games, Kojima? Stop it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't need that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, like Shadow of the Colossus kind of feels like a it feels like a story that is actually thousands of years old. Yeah. Like it feels like like a very basic like Arthurian tale, like a legend. Yeah. Um I mean like it kind of is like it's based on it's based on uh, like old stories, but it's not oh, okay. like it but not not one to one. Um inspired by. Yeah. And like you know the the shot that is like ingrained in maybe everyone's mind of that long bridge the bridge that goes yeah. all the way across the top half of the map. And it's got that very specific like archway, mm-hmm. like stilts into this bizarre castle in the middle temple castle thing that has got the pool with the light. Um, and just like the loop of like, like you hold out your sword, the light points you in the direction you go, you hop on your horse, mm. you get there. You defeat the Colossus, and then you're back again. You you do it enough. I wish I could have played that game, having known nearly nothing about it. I mm. think that's the the thing keeping me from it is that the the game was one where I heard, oh, it's incredible. It's like only boss fights, and like what game does that? That's amazing. It's like, oh, okay, only boss fights. Okay, it's like, oh, you yeah, you got to climb on them and do the weak point. It's like, oh, okay, so you just find the bosses and you st- okay, that sounds cool. Yeah. Like, oh, and it's like, you got to find them each time. It's like, oh, okay. Like you point the, like, like hearing all of that and synthesizing it and like seeing it at school and playing 20 minutes here. And then like, oh, seeing the, like all of, all of that gradual exposure to, and, and, and exposure to other people's opinions and watching a playthrough or like the first hour of it on YouTube at some point, like all of that gradual exposure to, to it like that 
has done it for me no favors. Yeah, which is it, and it's like, and that's a shame, and also not really the fault of the game as well. Oh no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. No. And I, I know this, that's not what you're saying, but it, it's it's yeah. a shame that that has become what the game is in like in in contemporary conversation yeah like for so many people right yeah um because i also think it's part that's sort of like a little bit of a disservice to what the game really does because like you know like it mechanically yeah like that's it but like it like it's it, the journey right it, it's, it's the exploration yeah, it's the it, discovery it's so much more mechanically it like it's so much more than just its mechanics um yeah like you know the, the like and yeah like discovering it for the first time not knowing you know playing it on the ps2 and not knowing what the game is and buying it just because the art on the front um, getting to a Colossus and going like, well, what the fuck do I do now? And then mm. pointing my sword at it, going like, oh, there's a fucking, there's a weak point on it. I'm assuming I stab it and firing arrows on it going, well, that's not doing anything. And yeah, slowly making my way up this, this walking behemoth and then slowly taking it out was like, like, oh my God, <laughs> like this is yeah. like a thing. This is, this is not like a game that I've played before. I think there's, there's nearly no way I could have played this game when it came out and I would have enjoyed it. I don't think I would have enjoyed how open it is and how there's not that much to do between things that sort of just enjoy the world and experience it as it is. I don't think I would have really come to grips with. I wish I could have experienced this game in 2005 when I was 20. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, well, like, and you know, I've, I've, I've told this on the podcast before, but the very first time I played it where like my dad and I played like three and a half hours of the game without yeah. finding a single Colossus because we didn't know where to go. Yeah, and even how did that, you play for that long? We went. What 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 kept you in? The world was like like it was also one of the most beautiful games to have come out at that okay. point. Like there was such a strong direction. You know, it was it was the most accurate and realistic animated horse mm, until that's ba- right. that's until right. basically Red Dead. Yeah, um, it, it still looks good on PS2. It, it still looks good now, right? Um. The music was incredible. The the structures and the art and the trees and the light and the wind and just like the, mm. but also like just the idea of like an empty world mm. was also so fundamentally different to every game that we had played up until that point. Mm-hmm. Like there was no there was no additional enemies to bump into and and take no. out and 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 you know learn the combat controls right like that that simply didn't exist to us. Um, and you know we weren't like we're also at a point that like neither of us are actually really that tactile with the controller anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, there was a there was like a thing where like the the world had just captivated us, and it it was one of those really intense moments of like oh like we're we're exploring this we're the first people to have been here <laughs> like that mm-hmm. was what it felt like, mm-hmm. um, especially because we also played it you know partially incorrectly that there wasn't even a light guiding us we just got lost. Yeah. Um, that would be a cool way to find your first Colossus. I mean, like, well, kind of like the first Colossus is also like really overt in the middle at the front, and it gives you a brief tutorial on as you get up there, climbing. Yeah, Yeah. and so as we got close, like a cutscene played and showed us where to go and stuff. And so at that point, that was when we actually knew where to go. Yeah. Um, and at that point, we were playing the game differently to how the game intended us to play. Um. But the game allowed that and still worked even when we were completely wrong mm-hmm. um, in a positive way. Yeah. I just don't think I could have stuck with it for that long without direction. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if I got that lost in that world, I probably just would have put it down. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's funny. Mm. I do think it wins over Snake Eater. There it is. What a killer list. Mm. And like, that was hard from the jump. And like, there's a lot of games that we haven't really played enough to include that could have won as well. Like, yeah. Like, Buddy was in the chat asking whether Black made it into the list, yeah. and, and it didn't. I, I know friends of mine, though, that played that and really, really loved it. And like, um, uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 is another one. Yeah. Like, or San Andreas. Yes. Yeah. Like, we just. We just didn't really play that game that much. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's funny. There's so much good on that on that system. Like Aragon the movie, the game. <laughs> like uh yeah, Crash to Insanity, uh Final Fantasy Ten Two. Like it, it it's just like the hits keep coming, you know, they don't they don't stop. Shrek two. As Charlie Shrek said on two. Twitter. <laughs> that game's good. That game's really fucking good. It is. It is flawed in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, like it's it's a bit dinky. Yeah. Uh, it's, well, it's fucking good. Classic us. We we're going forever, Jeremy. We're at the length of a full episode. Do we want to talk about our stuff? Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. So we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about uh, the games we've been playing um, in the second or the third, or fourth <laughs> quarter of the show. In the third <laughs> we'll <be> right half. <laughs> Welcome back to the Minimap cast. I realized I couldn't see the visual transition for this one in time either, but I, I just I just gave it you nailed the right it. amount of you're, timing. You actually I, nailed it. I wouldn't you, have known. Well, you gave me the countdown, and I was just like, all right, I know that transition is like, and... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I had to the, feel it. I had to feel it in my bones. For those who are listening to the edited version of this, which is not that edited, but like the, the, the we don't, we don't play the break music when we come back from a break um, because yes. we only need it once. And so we do it to fade out. Um, and so there was no way Curry could have known. And yet, not audioly. and yet he nailed it. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad I, I'm glad I dove in at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, It's a, it's a inter- interesting, um, sort of what we've been playing this week. I'm finally able to talk about Diablo 4, which is very funny because I haven't played the game in 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I got access to the reviewers build for Diablo 4 to make some guide videos for it for IGN. And when it was, uh, with, we, we had access to the game for about 10 days, maybe a little less. Um, in a separate review build, maybe separate servers, who knows, um, with like dedicated like early access accounts. And then uh, the Friday before the Ultimate Edition, two Fridays ago, a week before the Ultimate Edition early access, public access basically, Mm -hmm. was made available, uh, the servers were shut down. So we couldn't play on those accounts anymore, which basically meant all of our character progress was gone too. So... We're in a, we were in a weird spot where we had to like just kind of play something, but it was sort of like a research finding thing of just like play what you can, write down what you can. So for me, it was all about getting all the footage I needed for the videos that I would then make in the in the in between week where I couldn't capture any footage, and I yes. also couldn't publish the videos because they were still embargoes. So it was like get everything you need in this week and then put it all together in this week. So I've had a very interesting time with I with um with Diablo. 
Uh, and people listening will remember that I did play it in March when they had their very first betas, their 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 duo where there was like a closed beta one weekend and the following weekend they had an open beta. Mm-hmm. Those were the first betas before they had like another 18 after that in the intervening weeks and months. Um, and I didn't really love it back then. I didn't love the beta. Uh, and it was also funny because like, it was also clear to me how much I had not played Diablo before through that experience. Like, oh, wow, this game's dark. It's like, yeah, it turns out this is what Diablo is. <laughs> yeah. Um, turns out these games are rated like R and, yeah, and, and made a R. Because yeah. <laughs> like, they're fucking gnarly, man. Yeah. Um, they are, they are evil games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're games about evil and, yeah. and being all up in it. Uh, it's funny though when the reviews went live, uh, I remember um, uh, I think it was Matt from Player 2 was saying, man, I didn't enjoy this game as much because it was so like downbeat like the whole time. Like it was so miserable. I'm like, oh yeah, isn't it just such a fucking miserable game? No one's here to have fun in this world. <laughs> <laughs> like I've never laughed playing Diablo 4. Like not once. <laughs> I remember um, like, I remember reading that and, 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 and you agreeing and me going like, Huh? <laughs> it's well, like it, it's like it's like watching Deer Hunter and go like I didn't smile at all. <laughs> I'm I like, guess. yeah. <laughs> it feels like it's at such odds with the gameplay loop though, because the gameplay loop's so like like you could have this loop in a non-depressing world and it would still play. Like the, it feels like the mechanic is completely de- like the mechanics are completely detached from the setting and style. Right. I and I guess that's where you get things like torchlight, right? But um so anyway, that's a very long-winded way of me saying I am I enjoyed playing the full release of the game much better than I did uh the beta release. I being getting full access to a skill tree, so getting more than 25 skill points or whatever. Um and get, being in more than one area uh that really helps <laughs> playing the full game helps yeah. uh i'm so glad i didn't play the betas over and over and over again in that one area just ad nauseum um i managed to make a really fun sorcerer build i think i had i had fun with it i used the one the one close range ability which was an electric close range ability and and like some ricochet attacks and this like lightning thing that did its own thing and then because I was close range, I also had some close range like frost abilities that like froze enemies nearby and I could take them out with my close range thing. And it was just really fun. The The loop's really good. It's real solid. Um, it runs really well. It looks fairly decent. It kind of looks like a PS4 game. It kind of looks like a last gen game in a lot of places. Yeah, um, but those cinematics though. <laughs> yeah, but they don't use them that much because you create your own character. Like your... Con- you you are so much more frequently getting in-game cinematics and cutscenes rather than actual Blizzard cutscenes. Right. Like the only Blizzard cutscenes I've seen in the game were ones that they've already released as trailers. Right. Okay. They're the only ones I've seen, um, and they're amazing. Mm. Like they're incredible. Like the 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 one that starts the game is the one that they announced the game with back in like 2019, and it's it tells an um like it's such a good piece of storytelling in that like nine minutes it's like a three act like little nine minute movie it's great um but yeah you just don't see it that often 
uh, I got halfway through the campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, overleveled as hell. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, didn't see another cinematic once. Yeah, right. But, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I I am playing more of it for work. I after all this re- this stuff came out about um Bobby Kotick this last week sort of reignited my uh man fuck Activision Blizzard flame. Yeah. Um yeah. Which ha- which hadn't really gone away, but like I don't know, it's easy to be I guess a bit um beguiled by the uh the by time, let time sort of help you forget why things are awful. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. And yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say for me that this game is worth, you know, ignoring the morality of the situation. Sure. Um, it's a good one to get on sale, I reckon. Uh, but it is cool seeing this whole like community develop around it, and it, and it's cool to be reminded about what Diablo used to mean in the industry, why that name was important seeing why it was because this is by all accounts this is like a traditional diablo made new uh it doesn't really blow the doors off in terms of innovation it sort of catches up to its competitors and 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 meets the expectations to a t which is fine that's not a bad way to make a game it almost feels like a reminder they're like yeah like we can like diablo is still here yeah, and this is what Diablo is. This isn't. It isn't three. It's this. Yeah. Um. And maybe you know they're hoping to build from it and make it more impressive with their. They've got a a whole boatload of seasonal content to work with, uh, with with this game that they're working on. It's going to be more of a live service game than ever before. Like it, it has to be played online, for example. Um. So yeah, it's it's been an interesting interesting time with it. I I find the story is quite. It's 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 okay. It's quite interesting in a lot of ways they've, they've kept it quite um grounded in terms of it's it's focused on a lot of individuals or not even that many individuals but a small group of individuals that you meet and sort of bounce between um rather and rather than it being about uh gigantic um like organizations or or uh sides of a war although i think it does get to that it is more about, oh, what do the people of this area need? Oh, this leader once helped seal this evil that Lilith is now trying to find. She's going after the people who sealed that evil to find out what she can about them. You've got to get there before she does, that kind of thing. And keeping it on that sort of like, she's walking around Sanctuary, Lilith, the, the, the evil demon, and you have to sort of catch up to her as she's walking. It's not about her teleporting and and, and burning a whole village to the ground and then you go there and, and it's about into hell and find the thing and then the portal collapses the last minute. It's, it's not that bombastic, which I really appreciate. It helps keep the setting feel like it could happen in a way. And, and, in, and it's in the same way where they, they um, it's the same way they treat their, their law and their world with their magic, right? Where magic is a matter of fact in this world. It is not something like in game of thrones where it's like, Oh, it's a mystery or oh, magic faded, but now the dragons are back. It's coming back, but we don't know how or, or and it's very like alluded to and mysterious and maybe it's real. Maybe it's not. Mm. This is like, no, like the Holy church has Holy magic and it just does. And it is, and it is like that. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that the church are any less like assholes, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then like sorcerers have magic and they just use magic. And it's like, that means they're as strong as the barbarians who use incredible, like, like brawling skills and arsenals of weapons and all, all of that. So it's cool being in that world that treats itself seriously, I guess. 
in a in a different way to fantasy mature fantasy that I've seen in recent years. Yeah, right. How how's the looting? Look, the looting's okay. Mm-hmm. There was a critique that someone really nailed uh, for me that I didn't truly understand because of my um, my lack of understanding of the of the genre and the series. But it's pretty rare for you to pick something up and it to be worth considering. Okay. You will very frequently find something, pick it up, it's not as good, or it's barely on par, but not doesn't give you the right bonus. Mm. And so you can go for hours without changing one of your types of gear. Now there's you got like eight types of gear. You know, you got your weapon and your rings and your amulets and your your headpiece and your arms and your torso and your boots and all of that. So like you do upgrade sort of something once every 20 or 30 minutes usually. But like that's kind of slow. You know, while in the while in the grind, I would kind of wish that they gave you smaller increments more often. Right. Rather than rather than like one, the occasional one that that is just barely at your level and then the rest are like five or six or seven or eight levels below. Like there was one boss that I got hard stuck on and like I was asking people for help and I was like, oh, I'm not at that level. I can't help. It's like, oh, what am I going to do? Because I was having a fine time until then and I was overleveled for this mm. and the level scaling brings it up to you. So I knew I wasn't like, I wasn't like coming at this too early. This was balanced to be like, just a normal fight like I had been doing the last dozens of hours. And what ended up being the problem was my gear was too weak. But I'd been I'd been looting, I'd been doing side stuff, I'd been picking up everything, selling everything. And so I, I had to buy something that was better in the end because it turns out my my chest piece, even although I hadn't found something that did me any better along the way, it was 10 levels below my level. It was a level 35 and I was 45. Yeah, was like, right. And there was nothing I could do about that prior in the natural looting scheme of things there was nothing i was like ah if only i'd hung on to that hung on to that piece of gear it's like i haven't had anything better than this Mm. and now i'm being hard stuck by the game because you just didn't give me anything better so that was frustrating i upgraded my chess piece and i beat that boss in like two more fights and i've been stuck on it for an hour yeah right okay how how strange yeah and on the one hand it's like that sort of validates the need to go to the vendors sure. in one way and spend a bit of my money during the course of the game. That's cool. But, it, but is that not invalidating the desire to loot? It does a bit. I mean, you pick everything up anyway because there's no penalty and you just sell it immediately. Yeah. But it does mean that it's very... It, you start very quickly glancing. And it's, and it's a bit of that destiny problem too of like, why would I bother investing in anything now when I'm... Like, this is a level 35 piece of gear and I'm going to get to level 50, yeah. and that's going to be when I start unlocking the like unique items and the and the legendaries, and this is just a rare or like a good blue. Like, why would I bother? There's literally no point in me sticking with this. Yeah. So it's just it's just it's just the 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 gear mill, and I didn't get far enough. I didn't get to the end game, and I didn't get to the like level 50 like soft cap to start experiencing that intense level grinding or or uh, build inventory build crafting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's all that I can speak to really on that. But the, in terms of the leveling grind, it's it's fine. Okay. The loot's there. You you're always picking something up, but a lot of the time it's not really useful. Right. Mm. Just a shame. I don't really know how they balance that without overpowering you. Yeah, I. 
the the moment the words build craft gets uh, spoken to me, yeah. um, part of my soul goes to sleep. <laughs> it's funny because I've only gotten into that in Destiny this year, right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, maximize the amount of strand damage I'm doing when I throw a tangle and shoot the thing with the damage and the green stuff and the blah. Um, this game really lets you do that easily in terms of your skills. It does not punish you for trying to focus on stuff and it makes it quite easy. Right. Because you get like a keyword search feature where you open up this tab and it shows you every keyword that this skill tree has. Fuck. Like unstoppable, bleed, uh, lightning skill, shock, frost. Yeah, right. Whatever. And you, you select it and it highlights all of the skills in the tree that have that keyword. And then you can go one further and, and, and select skills that have both keywords at once. And you can select one, like ones that are common. And then it's like, oh, this foundational ability that I have works well with critical strikes to generate this other thing. I'm going to increase this other thing I do. And whenever I can, I'll get critical strikes going on my main character. And you can kind of, it's, it helps you refine it. Like you can easily refund one or two skill points without too much trouble. Like it isn't free, but it's not much money. Mm. And then you can, you can twist and tailor and, and tweak slowly and meticulously as you go through and just be like, Oh, I tried that. I didn't love that. I'll let me go back and I'll do this instead. So you're never punished for giving things a go and you're never, you're never far away from making something better. Right. Okay. I'd say it's the most accessible way to build craft or whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's a, it's a funny game. Yeah. Are, are you, would you play it? Not if you were working. I almost booted it up this weekend. I know I'm going to be playing it like all week. So that was kind of the one thing keeping me away from it. Like I hadn't played Zelda all week. So I was like, ah, oh, no, I'll, I'll play Zelda this weekend. Sure. Um, but I almost booted it up. I was very close to, to getting in there. Honestly, if I hadn't lost my character progress, I probably would have been in there this weekend. Yeah, right. Um, but I did. <laughs> yes. So I wasn't. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be a tricky one. Like, whatever your stance is on, on Activision Blizzard, I don't think this should sway it in any way. I don't think it is. Like, it, like it, the game, game should never. I remember I, I felt bad about Naughty Dog going into The Last of Us Part 2, right? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, but I just want to play a new Naughty Dog game. I just I just want to. And so I bought it and then I was let down by it. And I was like, man, I didn't even, I compromised on my like moral position. I gave them a, the price of a full price game. I, you know, I supported them even although it was clear they really mishandled their staff during the making of this game. And then I didn't even enjoy it anyway. What was the point? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of my lesson at the end of the day to sort of like, if you've got that sort of, that battle in you between like the morality and the, and the, the enjoyment and all of that. It, it's kind of probably never worth it. Not to me. Um, and this is a similar boat. If I wasn't working on it, I wouldn't buy it basically. Um, for Diablo diehards who just have to play it or you don't care about the, the, the stuff, which you should, but whatever. Um, like it's okay. Like it, it, it's, it's like, it's a decent game and people will play it and get much more out of it than I do. Um, and people who love the genre and love the series will really appreciate it. But yeah, it's not, it's, it's, it's a solid nine. You know what I mean? It it kind of, it almost sits in, it's like the, in like a Spider-Man, like Marvel Spider-Man kind of way where it's like, man, this game's solid, you know, rock solid, absolutely rock solid. But I'll probably forget about it by the end of the year. Yeah. Personally, it's not going to be a game of the year contender for you. 
No, probably not. Maybe an honorable mention. That's funny you're it, saying it's a nine and then like it's not going to be a game of the year contender. But that's that's specifically what I meant by Spider-Man. I mean, I love Spider-Man, but like, and a lot of people really like Spider-Man, but when it, whenever it comes out, it's always the like fourth or fifth pick in people's lists. Yeah. Down the list. It's like, yeah, what a great open world. This got a bit tired or like, oh, I wish this had gone a bit far. Oh, the MJ sections. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like that for me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's my Diablo. I've been sitting on that for weeks. Mm. But Jeremy, tell me about humanity. Didn't humanity. Did this come out the same day as Tears of the Kingdom or was like that next week or something? I think it was, a, little, got like, was, it, I think it was a little bit earlier. Only, right. only a little bit. Yeah, um, but it's been it was, out for a few weeks now. Yeah, it, it had been on my list of like, I really got to get to this, really got to get to this, really got to get to this. Stuff keeps coming up, stuff keeps coming up. I don't play my PlayStation Stuff keeps coming up. I was like, okay, I've got some time. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to play Humanity. Uh, for those who don't know, Humanity is made by Enhance, the mm. studio behind um, uh, the Tetris Effect. Um, and <laughs> They're behind the effect. Yes. Um, uh, and from the creative director of Res, um, uh, Humanity is a puzzle game. Mm. Um, where you are a little dog, which is funny. It, are, it, you, are you divine? Are you a divine dog? No. So there are, there is, there is divinity. There are divine beings in this game. Okay. Um, in the form of orbs that speak right. to you. And you are just kind of, you are more of a shepherd. You're you are there to, to guide the people. Okay. And you do so by barking. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 are, you are a little Shiba Inu. Um, and uh, the way the game works is that it, the, all the levels are um, grid-based, but it's three, 3D grid-based, and you are not locked to the grid. Um, and neither is, like... It, it's like a loose grid, where, like, mm. uh, like, swarms of people will come out of the door endlessly, and your job is to get them to the light. Yeah. Just somewhere else um, in the level. Um, and, uh, you, you direct them by, by leaving, um, markers on the ground, which will point them in a different direction or tell them to jump or do a long jump, um, or like just give them various directions. And then you, you, you guide them around this grid to where there are light portals. Sometimes there are multiple, sometimes there are multiple doors which will come out of, um, uh, and that's, that, that's basically it. That, that is the fundamental way to describe it. It's like a little bit of lemmings in that regard, but instead of, instead yeah. of just, instead of individual lemmings, it is a stream of lemmings constantly. Um, the, the if, time we got a new lemmings game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the humans dying um, is not a punishment at all. Um, it, is, it is part of the game and it is your job to eventually lead the stream of people to the end. Um, there are golden people that are like twice as tall as regular people around the map. They are your bonus objectives. Um, right. If they die, they don't come back, and so you got to restart the level. Um, and there, it's 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 a puzzle game. You sort of got to find the right order. It's not always about finding the right order. That is a single point that you like. You can set it to go, and it goes because you can you you build the puzzle live. So the people mm. are just streaming out constantly, and then you are building the puzzle around them. Um, 
but you, you sometimes you can do things that can then break the level and you have to restart. However, if you restart the level, there are two options for you. You can restart the level with or without your markers. So if you've built this incredible yeah. labyrinth and then you've accidentally fucked up at the end and you've knocked a block off that you meant to push in a certain direction, but you pushed it off the map by mistake, you can restart the level and it'll start from the beginning and all your markers will stay there and you can adjust it as it's happening. Man, that's so good. It is great. It is It is maybe the smartest thing this game does because it is so important to be able to make mistakes mm. without losing your progress. Because I could, I could already see how frustrating that would be otherwise. Totally. But like, oh, I just did one thing and now I got to do that all again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 all, that basically does not exist in this game. That's so good. Yes. Um, this game is very funny. <laughs> oh, but, good. But it is not jokes. <laughs> it is just, I have a f- constant stream of people rushing out of this door and the, the the people are low poly and they're 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 not like like they have arms and legs but they don't have hands or fingers um and they're like singular colors right uh they've got like yeah well like they've got like a colored shirt and a different and a different colored pants and then colored skin and hair yeah um but you can also get there's also um cosmetics you can put on them so you can give them all hats <laughs> or you can make them all dress up like they're from the seventies, right? Or you can give them like like lightsabers. <laughs> um, it's really funny. <laughs> it's yeah, really, that sounds dangerous. Yeah. Um, the the pu- like it it, it kind of reminds you of Katamari in in a hilarious way that like there's like these low poly people and they're just sort of like around, but like the there are so many people on screen in any given moment because you can labyrinth them around to do a maze and you just get more and more people and then you can loop them back into the maze and they merge. And so then suddenly the line of people is twice as big if it's looped around and then three times as big. And they, they get too big to fit in the singular lanes that they start to make a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and they start to maybe fall off the side of the map or they fall into another lane by mistake and maybe accidentally take a route that sounds harrowing if you think about it too hard kind (laughs) of it's hilarious it is really funny and really silly but the the actual core structure of the game the puzzles they're all actually really quite elegant Um, oh okay like there's a lot of really like smart puzzle design that happens in this game. It's not blowing my socks off as like, oh my God, these are the most like intelligent puzzles I've ever seen in a game. But um, the structure of it is lending itself to puzzles that are fun enough to find the solution to that I am just playing the next one and then playing the mm-hmm. next one and trying to get as many of the gold people as I can. Um, and then when you finish... Like the, the puzzles sort of a, 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 there's like sort of a kind of a tree that goes in and out um, as sort of like a world, like Mario world. And then you get back to like, a, there's like a hub world, which has got everybody you've saved. Oh, um, wow. And so this hub world just gets exponentially larger and larger as you finish more and more levels where there's just more and more people that you've sent to the light. Mm. And you've got these omnipotent various uh, they're called cores, these these spheres um, of different colors and different personalities. And they all like sort of mean 
different things to humanity. The first one was right. very omnipotent. The second one it was more about like, yeah, we're going to talk about the soul, but like, I'm not like I'm not a godly character. I'm just someone who knows <laughs> about soul and and he, they they joke about oh, is the blue core still going on about you know omnipotence and pretending like playing God with his voice again? Like they they uh-huh. they all sort of are characters in this regard, but yeah. there's only ever one at a time. Um, Sounds like the um, the AI cores in Portal. Kinda, it's it's a little it's a little bit like that. Um, but there's just a there's just a really base level funny interestingness to this game because it is so like it is so singular focused in its idea of mm-hmm. like you will move people around and there yeah. th- you will not run out of people. And they will die, but you will eventually get them to the end. Yep. And like they, they talk to you like, oh yeah, like they'll die, and their death is 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 your sac- <laughs> like like and they they're like yeah, but their death is your sacrifice is their sacrifice to making it better for humanity in in a hilarious way. Um, and and like it's, it's not just um it's not just falling off the edge of the map. It's um uh it's if they fall from two blocks, if they fall from any more than two oh. blocks high, they just hit the ground and die. Um, oh my God. So you got to try and find like, there's like float abilities that they can then to like slowly land or like there's fans. Can other bodies pile up to the point that no, they no, fall? No, no, they, like, they hit the ground and then they, they disappear um, oh, okay. in, into, into white. Um, That's a bit less um, harrowing. Yeah, it's That's not- a bit less like, <laughs> it, it's not it's not gory and it's not like it's not it's not macabre no no not at all but it is it is funny that like for the first little bit you kind of you can't help but try and solve the puzzle faster than the play the faster than, than the than the people are moving right because you don't want them to die yeah and then you get a few levels in and it's like oh fuck it whatever like i'll just i'll just i'll i'll, I'll send them all off the, the side some of you may die yeah like i'll send you all off the edge the side of the map f- until i figure out where this puzzle's gonna go yeah totally um th- there's also some some interesting little um platforming that you have to do because you physically move around the map um as a dog that can jump like three blocks high which is quite high um mm. But occasionally you'll get to a part that's like four blocks high, but there'll be a, like a grid on the on the side of the wall that you that you can't reach over, which players can climb up. And so you have to wait for the players to reach thing and climb up them. And then you, like your your secondary jump is not a double jump, but you then basically possess one of the one of the players, um, oh. or one of the little people. And like you don't control them; they are just still part of the mass. But right, you just like basically like borrow them yeah you hitchhike yeah. to the top of where they're going and then you hop off and then you can walk around again which is like just like oh a, yeah you're, you're so based- instead of like it's kind of like cappy in in odyssey is like you you become except without the control like you become that person and you can just jump out of that person yeah yeah but it, but like I, i've not had to i've not had to use it to reach a height that i haven't been able to reach but oftentimes it is fast that if you need to get up there and you can't make it just to follow a human up mm. um if, if everything is very ethereal there's no like there's no environments really it's all just like gray cement blocks in an undefined world um mm-hmm. there are like grass blocks that also have like the the ability to stop um 
stop you from pushing blocks through it because it's like grass and it's like harder to push. Um, mm-hmm. And there are trees, which basically just obstacles that you can't place like an object on. Like you can't like tell anyone to change direction when they're on a tree. So if there's a tree and that's the only place that like, that there's no, so you can't place, you can't place, for example, commands on conveyor belts and all the conveyor belts lead to a tree they're just going to go through that tree. You can't tell them to to change at that tree, which is which is interesting. So there's there's a lot of different ways that they that they give and take away the ability to guide the humans. Um, yeah, it's funny because I, when I when I see the game in terms of like I watched a preview for it and like trailers, it looks it does look like it could be like good puzzle fun, but like mechanically it also looks quite simple. You know, it is like grid yeah. based grid based puzzle where it's yeah just direct the stream you put a right arrow here and a and a, and a jump arrow here and a left arrow here yeah yeah there is there are multiple times where i'm like okay well if that goes there and that goes there then i must have to do something around here and you sort of just play around in that space until something works better than something else and so you start to redo that and then you realize that like there, there was a really intelligent level that i did last night in the second world where um you have to there, there are two doors and there are two points at the end. So you have to get both of these groups over to the end goal. And if you do one or the other, you don't pass. You've got to get both of them. And one of them I could sort of kind of automate where I can get them to... I can set up a bunch of commands and they'll do a bunch of stuff and that's great. And they will get to the end on their own. The other one I actually had to like change halfway through so they got i got them to do a few commands but then i didn't actually know how to get them to do the other commands without actually overriding my own work and then manually changing their route halfway through which Mm -hmm. is like it feels like it's wrong in my mind Mm. but it's not because i (laughs) finished the level yeah like that's not how that works that was the solution but because some like you can work it you can work the solution to be a completely, oh, I can just hit go and they will do it. Mm. Or you can do the solution where like, I am basically manually shepherding all these humans all the way to the end. Babysit. And that's also a totally fine solution. It's a fascinating game. Mm. Um, How much do you reckon you've played? Not, not very long, maybe three and a half hours. Um, okay. I've, uh, my understanding is that the game is about 10-ish, 12 hours. Okay. Um, to get all the way through. Um, there was a de facto boss fight, which I found that was interesting, oh. where there was like, again, there was no failure because the levels don't have a failure state. The, le- the levels sometimes have a state where it's like, hey, like, it'll, it'll, and it'll tell you, like, hey, you've pushed a block off that will prevent you from finishing the level. You should restart. Right. Um, you can continue on, but like, you will not be able to finish the level. So it, it will tell you when that happens, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a, like the first boss fight, for example, is like the first core um, where it sent out a bunch of like uh, smaller bu- uh, blue um, spheres around the map and you had to push a block on top of those blue spheres and crush it. Um, and you, you had to do that four times in a single level. And there were sort of four little zones on this one level that was all connected, but they were, they worked independently of each other, mm. um, which is an interesting way to do like a, a different objective that is not just tell them to like get the people to the end goal. Um, totally. Like you got them to actually act on a thing. Um, and then you get more abilities, which is like, here's an ability that if you place it here, they will, uh, every second person will go left instead of right. Um, right. Which is another new way to sort of do that. 
Um, and so you sort of build up chains and 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 stuff, and it's 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 really cool. It's a really yeah, cool. Yeah, sounds game. good. Um, I don't know if I'll get all the way to the end. Um, because if I get really stuck, like I'm, like I'm dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a lot in there that is really, really silly, funny. Um, just like it, it's just the visual of just an infinite amount of people walking into a wall is so funny, but also the, the, the funniest thing is inadvertently doing something correct. And then like without realizing, because the people will just continue to follow your commands, Mm -hmm. accidentally fuck everything up. Mm -hmm. Um, one of them was like, there's these blocks that have got fans on the side of it. And so it'll push like whoever walks in front of it. And there was a way to sort of wrap around and push one of the fans all the way out of the way. But what I didn't realize is that on my way of pushing it out of the way, I pushed it into the queue from about like 13 seconds ago uh. and then broke. And then at that point, I had pushed it to the point where I'd run out of people to continue pushing this block. And right. my current stream was just getting blown off the side of the edge. And I'm like, oh, I've made a mistake here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is very funny. Yep. Um, but you can also like wrap the cues back around into each other so you can cross them through and they will just continue to go, um, which That's is cool, which is really great. Um, there is one thing that I wish the game does, which it, it, it doesn't, which is a very minor thing, but um, if you move like the, the, the dog has got like collision against the players and the dog can also move quite fast. And so you can run into the play, run into the humans and mm. they will just get bumped like sort of into other lanes oh, or right. out of the way, which is, it's, it's never, it, you can never do it enough to actually interrupt anything. Um, but what I really wanted is I really wanted the camera to have collision as well. I kind of oh. wanted that, just that physicality because the camera can get right down into the zone, like into mm-hmm. the, into where the players are. And it like, it clips through them when I kind of actually really wanted it to not. Right. Just like it would have been such a minor thing, but I think it would have been a really cool little addition of like, oh yeah, like, like you know, these are real humans <laughs> as opposed to the little animated guys. Yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 cool. It's good fun. It was on PlayStation Plus. Um, yeah. it's a fucking fu- fucking funny time. Um, the the they make cool games. <laughs> they do make cool games. I like that. I like they. I like they've got a vibe, and they're they're mm. finding different ways to keep it going. Totally, totally. Sort of like um, Housemark was doing before they gave up on their vibe. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Humanity is really fun. It's a really, it's a really elegant puzzler, which has just got such a funny concept, mm, mm-hmm. but it doesn't lean into it. Like it's not a joke. Like no one's like, huh, like all these idiots, send them off the mm. edge. Why don't you? Their death means it's like it's it's very like it's very, uh, like not deterministic, but there's a level of like oh yeah, like this is this is what humanity's about, <laughs> <laughs> and all of that is kind of tongue in cheek, but they never they never realize that it's tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 jokes are quite good, and also like you know, you're a Shiba Inu dog, Shiba Inu dog, like that's silly. Yep, <laughs> very Japanese. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it seems fun. I do want to get to it. I have no idea when. I can't remember the last puzzle game I played. Like maybe it was Super Liminal. I played for an evening one time. Yeah, 
It depends, you know. Time. Like, I've played a puzzle game. Yeah, like Outer Wilds is a puzzle game, but it depends if you count that in that. Like, like, like traditional puzzle game. Yeah, like it'll be. Yeah, the, the last traditional puzzle game you played was probably Maquette. No, I played Superliminal since then. Oh, okay, right. Maquette was two years ago now. Yeah, right. Doesn't seem like it, but it was that long ago, which is weird. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Because that was near that was near the new console launch, I think. Mm. Well, everyone, that's it for us. Um, let me just quickly duck into one of our other documents here. I just got to see what we've got lined up for next week. So next week is likely to be our uh, check-in for the various conferences. Um, Will we be done with all the conferences by next week, Jeremy? Yeah, next week might be more of a... Depending on how the other conferences go, it might be more of an Xbox show. Yeah. Um, We'll we'll see how they go. In a few days. And then there's Xbox, but I think we'll be before Ubisoft. Uh, I don't remember. Um, no, not off the top of my head. I'm guessing. Because the Xbox showcase is June 13, which is actually June 14 for us. So that's actually not even between now and next week. That's like the week after. Oh my God. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. So it's like it's like next Wednesday for us. It's It's, it's Wednesday week for us yeah yeah uh so so so, i guess it'll just be summer game fest if anything happens yeah if anything happens which it probably will but like we'll we'll see how we go you'll find out next episode yeah when we find out it may be the subscription service smackdown otherwise but uh until then have a good week everyone enjoy the lead up to uh e3 is dead um uh yeah, let us know what you've been playing. If you wanted to do that, you can follow us on our socials at MinimapAU. Uh, we're also on Twitter individually as well. Uh, Jeremy, where can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, at Obi1Jez. You can follow me on Twitter at KJPalmer underscore 24. Slowly, slowly feeling like it might be time to leave that website. It, it's, it's getting close. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. No, you're, 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 too, you're, you're too deep. You're too in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh sorry fucking google sucks google has given me just the the worst answer the xbox showcase is june 11th which is right which is uh the 12th for us which is a monday right so it should be it so it'll yeah. be done by next yeah. week it'll be, be it, like yeah it'll be the the morning of the day that we record the podcast when All i right, google so xbox yeah. showcase it tells me like it tells me a clip out from from a games hub article which says what, from like a year ago or no, 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 it's, it's, it's from, it's about this showcase, but it says the shows will also be followed by the annual Xbox showcase extended, which will air on June 13th. So it's given me just oh, the wrong answer yeah. from a correct article. Yeah. 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 Yep. Do you know how much Google sucks now? <laughs> Google has gotten I... so terrible as a search engine. It simply just gives you the wrong results over and over and over again. I found it is a fucking nightmare to get any information out of that fucking hellscape. <laughs> I can't say I've had that experience, but I'm glad. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Yeah. Uh, well, if you wanted to find us on Google, you could search for Minimap or you could just go straight to the website, minimap.com.au uh, for absolutely everything else Minimap related, including uh, the Minidisc podcast, um, the latest article we published on the site, 
you could also find last week's episode where we spoke about the PlayStation showcase, which was uh, an excellent episode with Paul James from Player Two. That was great. For those of you that are live with us on Twitch, stick around. We're about to start the post show. For those of you listening later, um, first off, thank you for sticking with us this whole way. Second off, make sure to give us those oh so tasty five star ratings. It helps out a lot. And uh, consider joining us next week if you can. It's a great time. Lastly, uh, if you were able to, if you would like to, you can support us over on Patreon to help keep the mics and lights on. Uh, you could do that by heading on over to patreon.com slash minimapau. And for five Australian dollary dues, you get 24 hours of early access to this episode, every other episode of the Minimap cast on Tuesdays when it goes live there. Uh, you can get the recordings of the post shows. You can get uh, some other things we're cooking up all over there, all while helping us out. Uh, that's going to do it for us, everyone. Stay safe. Play some games. Uh, the end. <laughs> Have a good week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>